Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Well, good evening, everyone. Hi. Happy Friday. Almost to the weekend. No bigger ENN than the ENN before SummerSlam and no Michael K. Oh, it's the biggest one. That's what I say. kidding me? You know? Very exciting. I'd like to start off, if I can, by saying good evening to Don. Hector Salamanca died. Which is so weird because he died on my television like two days ago. (laughs) And good evening to Peter. However you want to play, don't miss your your chance. it's, It's a tough read. It was like you made your own record scratch almost. I like what you did there. You got to punt sometimes, Don. When you know you're falling apart, you step back, and I go. We used to say when I was a kid, a quick kick, and you kick it on third down. It's like a Randall Cunningham special. Joe Judge and the Giants. When when you played, Don, when you played football as a kid, I think this could be a very divisive conversation. So I'd like everyone to remain calm. Interesting. Right, interesting. All right, when you were a kid, when you punted in a pickup football game. Did you actually punt, or did you, like, throw off? Like, after a touchdown, did you actually have someone kick off, or would you throw off? No, we'd throw off. All right, us too. Good, yeah. good. I, I, I thought, can you understand why I thought there was a world in which you were going to call me, like, a pansy and say, of course, no. you punted? No, because, honestly, when, you know, playing, um, like, during recess or at school, we were big Nerf football guys, and it's, it was tough to kick the Nerf. Everyone attempted uh, to kick, but it never worked out well, did yeah, it? Why, why do that? It's I know, and even kicking a regular ball, let's be honest, unless you had someone who really knew what they were doing, it's, it could end up on someone's roof. Or, you know how often when I was a kid, guys, I used to go in the sewer? I, I, it was all the time. I, I lived in I was like I was like splinter. Like I it. lived in the sewer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whatever your reference point is. Uh, we'd, someone would get a crowbar, and we'd have to open the sewer... Mm-hmm. To go get the or the manhole to go and get the football back. It was a big deal. Sorry, no sewers, go ahead. no sewers in Chevy Chase. Peter, what what are your plans in uh, Detroit? Quaaludes were done in this room, Don. Interesting. Very no, interesting. Yeah. Quickly, since plan, we're on the subject, Anthony. I'm sorry. Of Quaaludes? No, on football. Oh. Now this is even like uh, a lot of people, even from North Jersey, think this is ridiculous. Okay. So if you had, let's say, an odd number of people. You would have someone play quarterback for both teams, right? Okay. What, uh, what would you call that quarterback? A great question. Um, permanent QB. All right. I've heard official quarterback. We said no. in Hawthorne growing up. No, I mean, hold on, hold on. You, oh, steady. Steady quarterback. Steady quarterback. Yeah. I, I've heard I like um, I've heard all time. I've heard permanent. Um, I don't know steady, but I like it. I like it. Now, Anthony seems like he's like doesn't understand or no. didn't have that issue. But if you had an odd number of people and they all wanted to play, 
I don't think we ever necessarily designated it as a as a specific title. But I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. That's right. Guys, we have some news out of the NBA. I don't know if you guys oh, no. saw this. Um, Los Angeles Lakers forward Anthony Davis has agreed on a three-year, $186 million maximum Hello. contract extension, tying him to the franchise through 2028 for a total of $270 million, Clutch Sports CEO Rich Paul told ESPN on Friday. Davis's deal is the richest annual contract extension in NBA history, averaging $62 million a season. Boy, that's a lot of money, and he is not always healthy. No, but no. he deserves it. No, that's what LeBron wanted, right? Yeah. LeBron and listen, just remember, guys. Late in the season, when they went on their run, he he was damn good again. I mean, Anthony Davis still has it. But oh yeah, you're right. I mean, you know. Looking at myself on yes, I hope the the lovely lady that called earlier in Point St. Lucie is okay with me not um, having my polo buttoned all the way up. It's not very Yankee official. I think she's clawing at her screen, and she's uh, writing an email to Ron Pinhead. Listen, she Love was Ron she Pinhead was, at ESPN.com. Listen, she was a great guy. Great guy. Really? And <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she means well. Mm-hmm. It was just a very intense take. Very intense. Very intense. Well, and the fact that she made it public. Like, I could understand it irritates you, but to call up, and start like writing emails, like demanding it to stop, is odd. Might be a lost cause, my G. <sighs> Guys, let's do a little Diamond Notes brought to you by London Jewelers, shall we? I think that's a good idea. I'm ready for it. So Peter gave the lineup earlier, and what you'll notice is that Aaron Judge is not in it. Um, oh. Now, the Yankee. Now, of course, Aaron has said on Talking Yanks and to the uh, assembled media that this was kind of Judge's rehab, and. He's not going to be able to play every game down the stretch here. Um, but let's hear from Aaron. On a two-game winning streak, how hard was it to rest Judge today? I mean, I certainly don't like writing his name in the lineup. But also, like, I'm really excited about his at-bats. I know he's not physically all the way there by any means, so I know I've got to do it. And just even going into this 13-day stretch, you know, kind of knowing that there's going to be a couple. So pleased with how it's going, but also making sure that, you know, I do right by him, but, you know, that we get him built up so that hopefully we have him for this, the bulk of this entire two months. Getting through the rage of the fact that he's not playing, the fact that he's not playing but he's okay is probably the thing I take away from that. That yeah. he just does need a little bit of rest here to get himself ramped back up. I get it, but... It's not a setback is really what I'm getting at. No, and but he, they said, it, <clears throat> get used to it. Periodically, he is going to be taking days off. Like but Michael. Consider- but considering the fact that you know he gets like one or two at bats and then he gets you know walked, I'm not really sure how much he really is exerting himself. You could DH him. I mean, these games are important. It's the Astros. You know, if you want to save them, you know, if you want to sit them, you got the White Sox coming up. You should be able to beat the White Sox without Aaron Judge. Without Aaron Judge, you would but hope the, so. But Houston, you've just won two in a row. You just gained a game. I don't know. I just would want to. Keep it going, and I, and I play it by ear. You know, if you get you get like a if Sevy gives it up the way he did last time, where you're down seven nothing going into the second inning, well then you pull him out of the lineup or whatever. I understand resting him, but I also understand he's you know right now the second best player in baseball, and I don't give him any chance of being able to make it if if he's not going to be uh, playing on a consistent enough basis. So 
Well, if you saw it, Don, um, how things went without Judge, they couldn't beat a whole lot of teams without him. So, no. Hopefully, the I, offense I, is I getting get out it. of it a little bit with Stanton hitting the home runs recently. What was his last day off? Was that was it was the Tampa series? So, yeah, he played two games and was off the the, the no Baltimore, the right? Didn't he get a game in Baltimore? Right, he played he, he, Sunday. He he was off. Yep, right on Sunday night baseball. Sunday night baseball, he was off. So in less than a week, he's getting another day off. Two Severino, two Severino's pitching tonight, correct? That's what I. That's right. Yeah. So that's sure. two day. That's two games that Judge has taken off. Severino is pitching. I mean, it is five days away or six days away each time, but that that's interesting yeah, to me. Nice, I'm, but I'm, I'm sure this is all mapped out ahead of time. You know how the Yankees are. Oh yeah. So it's not about how he feels. They printed or who it on this paper right here. The, who their pitcher is or who Houston's pitcher is. It's like this is what you're going to do. These are the days you're going to take off. You guys see the reunion today on ESPN Radio. The reunion. Yeah. The reunion. Yeah. Chris Mad Dog Russo called into Greeny, and Chris Carlin was hosting. Oh. They have a history. They did a show. Very long time. Yeah. Ray Rowe. Remember that? Somebody else was involved too. Um, but Mad Dog uh, said Cashman and Boone have overstayed their welcome. He's a good GM. They're in the mix every year. Now, they got a $300 million payroll, but they're in the mix every year. For 25 years, that is way, way, way too long. Nothing's going to happen. He's not going anywhere. So he's going to be there another 25 years. And Boone is in Miller Huggins either. You know, he's been there a long time. You know, they got rid of Girardi, and Girardi won a championship for crying out loud. Boone's there forever. And I know that drives the Yankee fan crazy, but and I don't think the Yankees are going to make the playoffs. They're dangerous, and I never count them out, but I don't think they're going to get in. It can be a tough winner for Hal and the Yankee fans. I mean, I, I use this analogy all the time. Lou Lamarillo was an institution with the Devils as their general manager from 1987 to whatever year it was he went to Toronto. You know, 30-plus years as the general manager. And the new ownership came in and said, yeah, listen, we love you. We think you're a great general manager, but maybe just time for a change. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Peter, to just say, you know, it's been 25 years. We love the work you're doing, but, you know, maybe it's just time to, to change it up a little bit. Uh, that's kind of what they did with Girardi, right? We just need a we need a change. We need a different voice. Need a different way of looking at it. Now, is it, is there ever a situation? Do you recall hmm. a situation with a GM or team president where they basically become completely part of the family, and you know that them leaving is the same as the owner leaving? Like, it was Jerry West at that level in L.A. Probably. I mean, like I said, Lou Lou was like that in New Jersey. He made all the decisions. But new ownership came in, and they wanted to see a change. There's not going to be any new ownership with the Yankees. So if Hal looks at Brian as part of his extended family and thinks he's doing a great job, then he's not going to make a change. Or even if he doesn't think he's doing a great job, but he still views him as part of his extended family. But I, but I don't know why you can't fire a warning shot. Like can't can't you? Like he said, he's going to ask tough questions if they miss the playoffs. Well, can can you say, Brian, we love you and we don't want to let you go, but let's reconsider how the deep dive we take on analytics. Maybe maybe we can listen to Brian Sabian and Omar a little bit more. Maybe go in a little bit of a different direction, have a little bit more wiggle room. Like can't you do that? Like not let somebody go, but say. We'd like to, we'd like a little bit of a change of direction. We believe that you can be the guy to do that. Now, maybe Brian would say, "No, I don't want to do that." But it's one thing to eat Brian's uh, uh, Aaron Boone's contract. Excuse He's getting paid like one point five million dollars, I think, next year. I was thinking the same thing, Peter. I, I don't even remember what I said. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Eating um, his contract. But, eating his contract. But this is year one. 
of a five-year contract for Brian Cashman in which, according to reports, he's being paid $5 million a year. So are you going to, if you're Hal Steinbrenner, are you going to fire him when he's due, you know, that much money? We'll he, see. He's due $20 million. You need to pay him $20 million to go away? If they don't make the playoffs, though, and I'm not saying that anybody will get fired, but you have to think maybe a change in philosophy might occur if they don't make the playoffs this year. Now, Peter, I don't have it in front of me, so help me if I don't read it right. Uh, That is Diamond Notes, brought to you by London Jewelers, the engagement experts. Visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Mm. How do you... How do you know it that well? I have to read it every day when I put it up on the reads. So yeah, but you don't. I know, read but it. I read it all the time, and I still don't know that. I listen to you guys all. No. I, I think quaaludes were done in this room, Don. Maybe it was the ludes. Could have been the ludes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Quick update. Sorry, if you want a no. quick update on, on the um, Ebro in the morning Terrence Crawford interview that Ebro and I did. Okay. I'm interested. I didn't know we're, we're now sitting around 24 hours. 913,000 views. Yeah, no, that's, that's a lot of views. That's a, it's, it's good stuff right there. It, it's, that's beautiful. That, now that caller from last Thursday at Jet Camp is going to call and say, why don't you talk more boxing? I think both we can live in a world where both those things could be true, where an interview can be downloaded. Hey, every time we do a WWE interview, it does great ratings. But I won't think we should, you know, open the show with SummerSlam. Although I will tell you, I'm I'm uh, working on haven't confirmed it, haven't firmed it up yet, but uh, may have a big uh, WWE interview in studio in about a week and change. Is that right? That's also, right. I'll be back then. You'll be back. You yeah, had to wait for back. Don. You said Don has to be back before this happens. That's right. I'm excited. That's right. That's going to be awesome. You guys know the Ocho is back, by the way? Oh, is it? I'm watching, oh, they're doing a little Ocho I'm watching Slippery Stairs right now in the studio. <laughs> What's Slippery Stairs? I, it, well, uh, it's a bunch of people trying to climb up Slippery Stairs. Uh, I'd like to watch this. This <laughs> sounds like good content. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's something. Corgi races, I think, are at midnight tonight, Peter. They, yeah, they, you know, they, they they kind of they lean very far into the corgi races. They who doesn't they love almost, the corgi races? Well, I mean, listen, I, I I love it's it's that's bears breed. Bears half corgi. You know, he identifies very much with both his corgi side, not as much as his his Keyshawn side, even because we just don't know as much of about Keyshawns, but. I mean, this just this actually just looks fun to do, to be honest with you. But yeah, check it out on ESPN The Ocho when you get a chance. There's a bunch of stuff all day. Darts was on earlier. It's a good time. Uh, something that happened today, guys, that I wanted to get your guys' take on. I know we don't do a lot of college football here because I know how somebody feels about it. Don is a closet college football fan. Don is. I hate it. Um, let's hear from Pete Thamel. I- I'm sure you guys have been keeping an eye on the fact that there's been a lot of movement within conferences for teams within the next couple of years. USC and UCLA are already going to the Big Ten next year. Well, today on SportsCenter, Pete Thamel gave us the lowdown on what's going on with two other Pac-12 schools. 
After a morning of optimism in the Pac-12, it is certainly a just drastic sea change in the way this story worked. Oregon and Washington, especially Oregon, wasn't happy with some of the finances of the deal. Those were negotiated through and chatted about. This thing got pushed to the cusp, and there will be essentially a rubber stamp by the Big Ten presidents later this afternoon to admit Oregon and Washington. The Big Ten conference is headed to 18 teams with four teams now on the West Coast. USC and UCLA obviously join next year. Oregon and Washington will do the same. They will not pay an exit fee as the Pac-12's TV contract ends after this year. So the Pac-12 now no longer has Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA. Oh, and the Big Ten has 18 teams. That's easy to figure out, right? Wait, well, the Big Ten has 18? When, they, when these four teams join now, Peter, the Big Ten will have 18 schools. Yeah, give up. This isn't a sport. It's nonsense. Well, are they I'd rather gonna... watch the slippery stairs. By the way, the slippery stairs is a little pornographic. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of it that way. There's just a lot of, like, Lube. slipping and sliding and tight outfits. It's all women having okay. just liquid thrown at them as they slide down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Something going on. Now, are we just getting to where, because of the playoff system, having just four conferences and I, I think you something got, that way? Don, I think you got to do away with it altogether. By the way, it's not over. You guys think I'm done? Pete Thamel now reporting. Sources say both Utah and Arizona State have applied for formal membership to the Big 12 Conference. Is that right? That's right. And you might remember Deion Sanders uh, going to Colorado saying, oh, that's a big name coach going to a Pac-12 school. Well, (laughs) Colorado's going back to the Big 12, too. Now, Notre Dame's still an independent, right? Yes, but they play ACC teams a lot that they get a little bit more notoriety. But it's hard because they, they have their own television contract, which other schools can't have, so they all try to develop their television contracts through the conferences. That's why Rutgers is in the, the conference they're in there. We're trying to get like a New York audience there, even though they really didn't belong. And it's not really New York, but it was the closest school that they could get. Like It's all just about television rights and ratings, but you can't go to four conferences if Notre Dame is going to be an independent. It's too big of a school, too important a school. So even though they might play ACC teams, they're not in an ACC television package unless their games are on the road, right? That's right. Their home games are all are still on NBC. So it's yep. it's listen, and Peacock now, I think too. I understand Peter, you know, wanting to wipe his hands with this. And 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 my my feeling on college football is if there's a game on and it's interesting, competitive, it's football. So I'll find myself watching it. But uh, it is it's, see down that that so much I, let corruption. me just can I just be clear? I have yeah. no problem with Don watching college football when it comes on because you want to get to football. Like, when you get to late August and and the NFL is still playing games and having Fugazi preseason no one cares about, and you're sitting around in a hotel, you know, nude, pizza ordered, wanting to relax, and you flip by and you see a great lively crowd and kids playing hard football – I understand why you enjoy that. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I've had literally, Don, I've had that exact same situation for many years when I was traveling for WWE. Pay-per-view would be on Sunday. On Saturday night, I'd sit in the hotel and watch whatever college football came on. Boom. But what I'm saying is, overall, when I look at the sport of college football, I think it's nonsense. I I think it's a yo-yo sport. And and you can say what you want about the expansion of the NCAA tournament in basketball, but at least you're coming up with a true champion. 
Although they so- are they are flirting with yo-yo nonsense too if they really go for the big expansion. No, exactly. But at least everybody gets to play one another in in the sense that I've got to I got to win a tournament. But now, you know, you got so many schools, and let's let's face it, you know. <laughs> You know, boys. There's really not going to be any avenue where certain schools like Boise State are going to get a legitimate shot at winning a national title. I mean, maybe nobody wants to see them in those games because they'll end up getting killed. You know, so maybe out. No matter no matter what the format is, you know, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. You know, it'll be the same schools. But you've got so many schools, and all of them trying to vie for a championship, and it just you're not going to make it fair. It's so dumb. Can you imagine a world, guys, in which we're talking about Utah in the Big 12? That's Well, Peter, think Ari- of this. Arizona State? You're going to hear the Fox Big Noon, the Big Noon kickoff? Big, big, Big Ten matchup between USC and Ohio State this weekend. Uh, it's, You're it's, like, it's, what? It's, it all started many years ago. And it's, it's not exclusive to well, football. It's college sports in general. When once You guys realize most of my... A lot of my love for college sports was sucked out when Maryland went to the Big Ten. Hmm. It, it was such a weird punch in the gut I can see to have lived through an era where the team I rooted for was in the thick of all these rivalries. I get it. Maryland was never Duke or UNC, but we had massive rivalries with all those teams. And the second that was, it was gone, Don, it, it crushed my interest in college but, sports. But you're trying to crown a champion, right? Sure a you are. champion, having a playoff format and all that. And I understand it seemed like Fugazi that a computer determined who the number one team in the nation was. I remember Greg saying, his, I think it was his senior year, maybe 75, 76, or maybe it was his junior year, Penn State went undefeated. But they ended up being ranked fourth. But uh, Paterno still gave them all rings for the undefeated season. Like, but at least like you could call yourself the Liberty Bowl champion or the Rose Bowl champion. Like, I, I understand that seemed a little ridiculous, but isn't it, isn't it better than what you have now? Where now the bowls don't mean anything at all. They're they're a joke, and only a handful of teams have a legitimate shot of competing for the championship. Don, you just made a great point that I didn't even think of. He always does. He's he's brilliant. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten usually have the Rose Bowl game. The Pac-12 is going to be nothing. They may not even have a conference. Right. Apparently, the Mountain West is basically forbidding their schools to go to the Pac-12. They'll have to pay a $32 million exit fee. If they want to join the Pac-12, the Pac-12 may not even be a conference by the end of all this. Wow. It's very strange. I just, I, I, I don't, I can't even follow it. I can't understand it. If you try and look at who is on the Big 12 right now and who in, is in the Big 10, your head's going to explode. I just thought it was interesting. Um, that'll do it for ENN. Wow, what on a job this Friday. You did. What a professional you are. Thank you, Peter. It really is. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.